This morning we'll be talking about what happens when our prayer is taking a long time to be answered by the Lord or there is a long delay and, and we are expecting it to happen. It hasn't happened yet. And sometimes we wonder whether it's going to come or not. But the attitude that will help us uh, overcome that must be focused in our lives. The Word of God says in Jeremiah, we all know that scriptures, I know the plans I have for you. Amen. How many believe this morning God has specific plans for each and every one of us? The only problem is we would rather do our plans, not Him. Because His plan is perfect. He said, the Lord, there are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. As far as God's plan is concerned, God's plan is perfect because He is an all-knowing God, all-powerful God, and all-everywhere God. Amen. So we can rest assured that whatever God's plan for our lives, that is the best plan that He has set aside for us. But the thing is, we need to understand this morning that sometimes what we are expecting has not come and, and the delay happens. How many have taken a flight and then you hear that announcement, flight 707, where James Bond is uh, flying with, the flight is delayed, you know, and many times you just wait and wait. But I want you to know that sometimes that happens in our walk with the Lord. And this morning, we just need to understand that we need to learn how to respond when our prayer has been delayed. And there are three reasons why our prayer uh, uh, has, a de uh, has been delayed. One, it is because of our own fault. Amen. Do you know that the Israelites wandered for 40 years and they were delayed from going from Egypt to the promised land? It's because of their own faults. They complain, they murmur, they disobey, they disrespect Moses and Aaron. And because of that, God put a pause. The other one is, is that sometimes your prayer hasn't been answered and it's delayed because the enemy is putting a stop onto it. Remember when Daniel was praying and the, and the word of God says, the, the Lord answered the prayer, but the, the, the angel of Persia stopped him and until he needs the help of uh, uh, Gabriel, angel Gabriel to help him. But it took 21 days, 21 days. And so sometimes delay comes because of us. Sometimes delay comes because of the enemy, but sometimes delay comes because it is God's plan and God's purpose. And that's the hardest thing to understand. But remember the story about this blind guy, the blind, the blind man, where the disciple asked Jesus, said, whose fault was it that he was born blind? The, the parents or himself? And Jesus responded what? He said, no, it's neither the parents nor him, but this happened for the glory of God. You know, so it was delayed in such a way so that at the right time, it will bring glory to the Lord. So this morning, as we look at this simple truth this morning, 
I want you to know that the Bible has wonderful promises when it comes to our prayer. And if it's delayed, we just need to claim these wonderful scriptures. Psalms 27, 14. Look at that wonderful scriptures. Can we all read together? Set it up. Psalms 27, 14. Slides, please. Next slides. All right. Let's all read together. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Amen. You know, and that's the, that's, too, that's the hardest thing for us to do is to wait. Psalms 37 verse 7 says, All together, rest in the Lord, wait patiently for Him to act, and don't be envious of evil men who prosper. So remember, when our prayer has not been answered and there is what we call delayed, we just need to wait. We need to learn to wait. And we need to rest in the Lord. I always say this, and I'm practicing this in my walk with the Lord. If I struggle because of worries and problems happening upon my life, I always caught, I always, um, uh, the, the scriptures that I memorize is First Peter 5, 7. Cast all your cares upon Him, because He cares for you. And I always say that to the Lord. Lord, if I worry, and if I think about it, and if I care, you rest. But if I give all my burdens, my worry, and my care on you, I rest. So I said, which one do you want? You rest or God rest? I said, no, I pass the ball to you, Lord, because you said it in your word. Cast all your cares upon me because he cares for you. So here are some simple guidelines for us to follow so that when we are waiting for an answer, and the answer hasn't come yet, and it's being delayed, we need to respond according to the Word of God. Number one, if delay is happening upon our lives, do not worry. Amen? Look at what the Word of God says. Matthew 6.25. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, whether it's getting fat or skinny. Because what you will wear, yeah. It's not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Amen? But you see, many times we reverse that song. Why worry when you can pray? We would rather sing the song, why pray when I can worry? You know? And the interesting part there is, here is the stages of worry. I want you to understand the stages of worry. Number one, it begins with fear, followed by troubled mind, then concern, then you go to nervousness, and then you are losing sleep, and then finally, anxiety attack. Can you relate to that? If you find yourself in one of those, <laughs> there are some who said, I find myself in all of those. You know, it's supposed to be one of those. But you see, uh, that's, that's the problem with fear. That's the problem. Worry will cause us to fear. 
And then when we are afraid, our mind will be troubled. And then everything, we, we have this concern. And then the worst part is when your heart started pumping fast because you are nervous, you know. Then when you go to sleep, you can't sleep. You toss and toss and toss, you know. And, and then the last thing is anxiety attack. But here is the principles that will help us overcome our worry, okay. The first one is what? Gather all the facts, amen. You are worrying of everything, but you only know a little bit, amen. You need to gather all the facts. In that way, you will make the sound decision. And then reach out to God because he is your problem solver. Amen. And then ask for godly counsel. For goodness sake, never dial 1-800-PSYCHIC. Because I said, I said this so many times in this pulpit. And I will say it again and again until the rapture happens. One way or another, either we'll be raptured or I will go to heaven before you. But I want you to understand faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Whatever you hear, that's what you are going to believe. Did you hear me, people of God? So if you want to hear fear, okay, listen to all those fearful stories. Okay? Watch all those horror movies. What? Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So if you want to know more about your confidence in the Lord, more about your, your, your security on God, hear God's word. And ask for godly counsel. And then confront your problems. Amen? Don't run away from your problems. You know, one, one pastor, uh, the, the member told him, he said, Pastor, when I come to church, I carry my burden and I, I, and I leave it right there on the corner of the street. I said, good, what happened after the service? I go back and pick it up. <laughs> I said, that's the problem. <laughs> Amen. But there are some who come to church carrying the burden and they go to the altar and pray. I said, God, my burden is so heavy. Let go, man, and let God. But you're still hanging into it, man. Feels good to have that burden. No. You see, you need to simply let go. Confront your problems. And then last one is embrace his peace, not your fear. Amen? So what is the, the, what is the principle that will help you overcome uh, your worry? Grace. Amen? Grace. Gather, reach, ask, confront, embrace. Amen? That's all we need to understand. And that's all we need to do. It's because many times worry will put us into a situation in our life that it seems it's happening already. And yet, it hasn't happened yet. But because we keep on thinking and thinking and thinking, the enemy will exaggerate. You know, you are, you are, you're talking about the small snake, but when you're talking, he says, man, the snake is so big. Actually, it's that. 
but you're holding this. And that's what the enemy will do to us when he gives, when we let us, you know, get into worry, he will exaggerate. He will exaggerate. And your little problem becomes so big. But you see, when your prayer has not been answered and it's being delayed, do not worry. Amen? Do not worry. You know, because the Word of God has given us this. You know the effects of worry? The foresight effect of worry. First is remorse. You know, you, you always say, man, I should have not done that. If I could only bring back yesterday, I will change it all. You know, the problem is, yesterday is the past. You know, if you, if you want to bring back yesterday, see, it will only happen if you're coming from the Philippines. Because you leave Thursday, you come back Thursday. So if you want to celebrate two Christmas, spend Christmas in the Philippines, and on the 25th you fly, you're still celebrating Christmas here. Yeah. Yeah. But the only thing is, that's the, that's the effect of worry. You, you will be remorseful. Not only that, you will have anxiety over today's problem. How many have experienced anxiety attack? I am not kidding. It's not, it's, it's, not, it's not a joke. When you get hit by anxiety attack, you'll start shaking. And then, and then your heart will pump so fast. You, see, you, you, you think you're going to have a heart attack. I, I could not believe that it happens to me when I was in, I was in Long Beach. I uh, quit my job in, Long, uh, in the place where I'm working at in Long Beach because there's a better job, a new job in L.A. where I just walk from the house where we live. I worked there and I was saying, good, it, this is better. I don't need to drive 45 minutes one way. After a week, I got fired. You know, I mean, like they, they closed the job. You know, they don't have the funds for it. And when my, when, the, uh, when my boss said, I'm sorry, but we are terminating your job, I went out of that place and I started shaking. He said, where will I get the money to feed my family? What will I do so that? And it was because during that time I was running away from God. I was not doing the will of God in my life. And so when, it, when the situation happened where I need help, I can't call to God. I don't have that assurance. God will answer me. So I, I went back to Long Beach, to the place where I was working at. And when my boss saw me, he said, hey, why are you here? You want to come back to your job? And I, was, I smiled. And, and he said, yeah, you can have it. I said, thank you. But it was there where I felt how hard it is to have that anxiety attack. And I am not kidding you. No wonder why people who are going to that anxiety, anxiety attack, they take all those pills. You know, heart pills, mind pills, brain pills. 
You know, all you need to do when you are going, when having uh, anxiety attacks, just take the Gospels, man. Just take the Word! Because only the Word has the wonderful assurance and promise that He will protect and guide us. Concern over tomorrow's uncertainty. You know. And then the worst part of that worry is you become resentful. You you have resentment of another's success. Amen? You see, I like that illustration. It says, worry is an interest paid on trouble before it is due. Isn't it, though? That's a cute one. Worry is interest paid on trouble before it is due. So, people of God, remember this. When you are waiting for the answer in your prayer and it's, it, it seems like it's being delayed and you are waiting and waiting and you're losing hope, don't worry. Do not worry. Okay? <laughs> I heard that comment, you know, like, like that song, don't worry, be happy. Yeah. Rule number two, when we are experiencing delay, do not yield to accusation. Amen? You see, many times when we are waiting for the answer and it hasn't happened, we do the blame game. Isn't it though? It's because of him. Because, because you know, instead of looking at your, ourselves, we blame others. And that's what happened to the, the, the Israelite people. When they were so frustrated about what's happening upon their lives, what's going on upon them, they, they, are, they don't have the food that they're expecting. Look at what they said to Moses. They said to Moses, was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? In the desert, the Word of God says, the whole community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. Now, we're talking more than 1.5 million. And, and, and every time they see Moses, it's your fault. You know, it is your fault. You know, many times that happens. But you see, we need to discipline ourselves, not point fingers with other people. Because if we do that, then we are just putting the blame on others. And many times, we are going to suffer. Here is the danger of accusation. If we are not careful, we will start finger-pointing, accusing, and charging. Amen? Many times, you know, when, when, when we have problems with our family, we blame our past. You know, when we have problems financially, we blame other people. See, that's, the, that's, the, that's, the, uh, that's what will be the, the outcome. Word of God says, Was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? You imagine the people of Israel were telling, uh, telling Moses, You are the reason why we are here. And you have brought us here to die. You see, when they grumbled, and many times I said earlier, okay, when the, when the answer uh, from, uh, from our prayer is being delayed, sometimes it is because of who? Mua. Amen? I like that. 
Moa. In Filipino, there was one pastor who said, the problem is not communismo. The problem is ikaw mismo. (laughs) In English, the problem is not communism. The problem is you-ism. Many times, the reason why our prayer is being delayed is because instead of just waiting upon the Lord, we argue, we criticize, and we say things that we are going to be regretful later. Amen? How many, how many are thankful that God doesn't answer all our prayers? Seriously, man. Because when you are angry and you're mad and when you are in a situation where you are losing hope, man, what is your prayer? Lord, kill me! Give me that! Man, it's a good thing God doesn't answer prayer. Because if he does, (laughs) (laughs) that's it. Yeah. You're dead. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm guilty of that before. Man, when I was running away from God, and I get to that situation. I always say, God. What are you waiting for? Yeah, it seems like you are so, you know, and, and that is purely my grandson here. It's stupendous. Amen. We open our big mouth. We accuse God. Lord, why did you not answer my prayer? I'm giving my tithes. In, in reality, you are cheating on your tithes. You know, because it's supposed to be 10%. You give 5% and you thought it is already complete. And many times you give for the purpose of waiting. You know, know, that's why many times they're saying there is a misconception when it comes to tithing. Because people look at God as a a, um, uh, a Las Vegas. Put in. You are waiting for that. And then you put in clink. No clink, 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 clink. I said, nah. Tights doesn't work. It does. But you see, when it comes to tithing, we are not talking by feeling, we're talking by faith. Because tithing is a faith issue. And what do you mean by faith issue? If you can believe God in spite of your out in spite of your income smaller than what your expenses is, and you believe God say, even though how small it is, I know this is God's command. I will obey and I will follow. That is faith. And that's the time you see God's promise fulfilled. You see. It's very important to understand that. You know, another thing that we need to understand is when we are going through a situation in our walk, in our life where we are experiencing delay from our prayer, is 
Don't feel insecure. I will not feel insecure. You know, you know that if that's the president, tell him after the service, I'll talk to him. I will not feel insecure. Because insecurity hinders many persons from believing that the best is yet to come. Amen. Do you, you know when you are when you when you are insecure, is yes, you are praying. Yes, you're asking God for something. But at the same time, in the back of your mind, you are saying, maybe I'm not worthy. Or maybe the Lord is not going to answer my prayers because I haven't done a lot of things to please Him yet. Or maybe there are things that I need to do first before He answers my prayer. And all those maybe, maybe, maybe is causing you to be insecure so that you cannot believe that your prayer will be answered. And then when, it, when it's not Answered, you, you wonder why. You say, Man, how come the God doesn't answer prayers? No. You see, they will never know the excitement of launching out by faith or waiting for the great things of tomorrow when you are insecure. Insecurity is the number one weapon of the enemy upon our lives. What is insecurity? He will put and inject that doubts in your heart. Are you sure? Are you sure you're a child of God? Are you sure that your prayers will be answered by the Lord? You know? And when you say, and when you think about that, then He's going to start to lay down historically your failures. Bam, 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 bam. So that you will feel insecure. Remember this. Remember this this morning. Okay. Turn to someone. Look at that someone in the eye and say, I want you to know you're special. Go ahead. Did you, did you hear the story about that guy who said, you know, he, he heard this, this person singing? And man, one person said, what a singer. The other guy said, what? A singer? There's a big difference between the two, right? One is approving and the other one is disapproving. I was just observing you and say, you are special. We have, we have this one um, uh, partner of us in our prayer, in our prayer time in the morning. And every time we go out and we park, he will always go around for a place where it has this handicap sign. And as soon as he parked there, he's going he's gonna to put his blue uh, sticker. And then he's going to tell us, I'm special. I want you to know this morning, if you haven't memorized that verse, you will struggle with insecurity. Amen? If you haven't read this verse, you will always think that you are not worthy in the presence of God. But let's all read together. Are you ready? Let's all read together. One, two, three. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, 
that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Can you see yourself there? Yeah. Now, let, let, we got to read it, but you got to look at the other person and say, you. Okay? Okay, ready? Seems like you don't, want, you don't believe me. Okay? Ready? Look at that person and read and say, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Satan's whisper to you, and you say, I don't think you are a child of God. You just say, I am a chosen people. You know? And if you don't memorize it, memorize the chapter and the verse and tell him, like that little boy who was asked by the parents, every night you need to go to sleep. I, you need to pray before you go to sleep. So he asked his mom, he said, Mom, can you write me a letter of how, how will I pray and what, what I need to pray? The mother was so excited. She wrote the prayer, and then she pinned it on the bed. Every time she goes to bed, she says, Lord, go ahead, read. <laughs> Amen. You know, if we do that, at least do that. Put that verse on your bed and say, Satan, before I go to sleep, read that. So you will know who I am in Christ. Do you know that the way you look at yourself will cause you to react by what you believe? Because many times, we listen to the lie of the enemy. You are no good. You are a failure. You will always do the negative things, you know. And you say, no, no, I'm not like that. No, I'm not like that. What? No, no. Boy, we need to have Christians who have the bone to stand up and say, I am chosen. I am a child of the king. No, it's many times, boy. How many will believe in, how many agree with me this morning? Satan is a liar. I always, you know, one of my favorite songs that I always sing. Whenever I go through a situation in my walk with the Lord where the enemy is taking advantage of me and putting me down to the point where I'm getting discouraged, I will sing that song. I said, I will say, Satan, you're a liar. Like that verse. He said, well, Satan, you're a liar. Wants me to, you, you always want me to think that I'm a pauper. When you know yourself, I am a child of the king. So I lift up the mighty shield of faith and declare that I am a child. I forgot the lyrics. I'm inventing one. <laughs> Maybe I should sing it. 
But you know, that's, to me, it always helped me remove, take out my insecurity. That insecurity. Because I want you to know, your position in Christ will never change. Amen? Did you hear me, people of God? The Word of God says to everyone, to, to everyone who receive Him, they have given them authority, power to become what? Children of God. Okay? You messed up. Your position in Christ hasn't changed. What changes? Your fellowship. You remember when, when you are having problems with husband and wife? You know, and the, the husband messed up. Yeah. Are you still married? You better believe it, man. Are you still husband and wife? You better believe it. But what happens? I sleep in the couch. Until I'm re I received the grace and forgiveness. Your position in Christ is guaranteed as what Romans said. But that's one area that the enemy will play around your mind. You know, that's why there's a lot of Christians, they are like in and out Christians. You know, in and out hamburger. Sunday, I'm a child of God, I'm a child of God. Monday, they messed up. I'm not a child of God. Then they ask for forgiveness. I'm a child of God. I'm not a child of God. I'm a child of God. I'm not a child of God. I'm a child of God. I mean, like, what will happen if the rapture happened and you say, I'm not a child of God? That's it. Bye bye. <laughs> so that's the antidote for insecurity. Memorize that verse. You know, there's an easy way to memorize that verse. How many knows? How many knows that song? You know, you. This is one of the favorite song of Sister Malu, our birthday girl, right there. You know, <laughs> he said, "For you are a chosen generation, a holy nation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, who shall." Says of him, thank you, who has called you out of darkness, out of darkness, out of darkness, into his marvelous light, into his marvelous light. You know, it's good to memorize scriptures with a song. With a song. Because, man, those are powerful words that when you declare it, we are a chosen generation, a holy, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Next one. When our prayers is being delayed, when our prayers is being delayed, we need to keep on trusting. Amen? Keep on trusting. Look at what the Word of God says. You see, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. 
Let's all read together. One, two, three. Lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind. And do not rely on your own insight or understanding in all your ways. Know, recognize, and acknowledge Him, and He will direct and make straight and plain your path. Amen? You know, my teacher, when I was in elementary, he's, he's, he's going to ask us, Is this clear? And we say, yes, yes. Is this clear? Yes. Is it clear as mud? And we say, yes. You see? You are not listening to me. I asked you, is it clear? You said, yes. Is it clear? You said, yes. And when I said, is it clear as mud? You said, yes. And many times we read that verse. And you said, wow, that's a good verse. Is it clear? If it's clear to the point where you can claim it and say, I will lean on, I will trust in, I will be confident in the Lord with all my heart and mind, and I will not rely on my own insight and thinking. Because that's where the problem comes in. You know, you have financial need. You say, Lord. I believe, I believe you will supply all my need. I confess that you will supply my need. I wonder if Brother Troy will loan, will loan me the money. Oh, Lord! <laughs> you see? And many times we are praying, but we have the plan B in the back of our mind. You see, in this verse, there's no plan B here. We simply trust Him. We simply lean on Him. We simply trust in Him. We are surely confident that the Lord will give the desires of our heart. You see, when the prayer hasn't been answered and it is being delayed, keep on trusting. Let's all stand. Keep on trusting. I will not rely on my own insight or understanding. Let's go to the action item. Amen. Cool. This is our action item. I will follow these rules that I will follow when I'm going through delay. How many here have been praying for something and it hasn't happened yet? Let me see your hand. How many here has been waiting for a long time for the prayer to be answered? Okay. And how many here are afraid to pray because you are thinking it's not going to be answered? But I want you to understand this morning, when we are going through a situation where we pray and it seems like it is in that mode, it is being delayed. Let's confess this. I will not worry. I will not yield to accusation. I will not feel insecure. I will keep on trusting. Because the key is simply to wait. Amen. 
Wait, don't worry, don't accuse, don't be insecure. Simply trust. Simply trust. How many will agree with me this morning that Christianity is not a matter of trying? It is a matter of trusting. Amen. When you have jumped on that other side of the fence where you don't say anymore, I've been trying to do this, I've been trying to do that, I've been trying, 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 and you have jumped on the other side, and I am simply trusting God will do it for me. Amen. I tell you, your journey is just beginning to be beautiful. You're enjoying Amen.